Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Yaro Starak. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining me on my Entrepreneur's Journey Podcast. This is Yaro Starak. I have an interesting podcast show for you today. It was an interview I sat down and did about three weeks ago with Darren Rose, who is the pro blogger. Uh, many of you will be quite familiar with Darren. He makes a full-time income income uh, blogging. He's probably the original and most famous of the professional bloggers. And Darren and I sat down and had a conversation about blog traffic with a few other little blogging things thrown in. Lots of interesting tidbits in this one, so I hope you enjoy it, and uh, I'll catch you again at the end of the show. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy. Hi, this is Yaro Stark from Entrepreneur's Journey. Today, I've got another special guest with me who many of you will be quite familiar with. It's Darren Rose from, um, well, from many blogs, but I know him from problogger.net, so it's Darren the Pro Blogger, as he's very well known. So, hi Darren, thanks for joining me. G'day Yaro, it's, it's great to be here at last, we've been planning this for a while, haven't we, but we haven't we finally got it. there. Yeah. Um, the reason why I, I contacted Darren today was uh, not for a typical interview about himself, although I do want to talk about that, it's more about blog traffic, because um, Darren makes his income from blogging, um, well, predominantly from blogging, and really, I'd, you'd have to say it's because of the traffic you get to your blogs that is the result of the income, right? Absolutely. I mean, right. there's there's other factors, of course, but traffic is probably one of those. Um, the main one. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. don't have it, you don't have an income, basically, right. in blogging. Yeah. So before we jump into that, we'll just do a quick summary of um, what you do and who you are for anyone who's never heard of Darren Rose before, which maybe there's two or three people out there in the blogosphere <laughs> who haven't. So not to give you too big a head, Darren. But oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. My, my headphones aren't fitting on anymore. <laughs> right. So besides having problogger.net, what else do you run? Uh, okay, the the probably the largest one that I'm running at the moment is Digital Photography Blog, um, if digitalphotographyblog.com, um, and there's a variety of other blogs on that that same domain. Um, it, it also shares a domain with bingroom.org.au. So really, when I started out, I was writing a, a personal blog on that that living room domain, which I accidentally extended into a professional <laughs> blog, a, a blog that only um, somehow one day, it just happened almost, um, but that's a whole other story. And then we run a, a variety of other blogs on breakingnewsblog.com, uh, um, it's a domain I share with a number of others, so there's, there's probably 30 or 40 blogs on that now, which I have ownership of about 10. And then there's B5 Media, which uh, Duncan Riley, Jeremy Wright and Shai Coggins and I are running together. So uh, I think we're up to 60 blogs on that. Um, <laughs> You're so a busy man. Busy, got busy my head, man. Not that I write on all those. And then there's, the, of course, the course that Andy and I are running, Six Figure Blogging, uh, which has been going for the last six months or so, I guess, now. That's a crazy amount of work. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm I feel really tired just talking about it. <laughs> I'm just about to start writing for my second blog, which I've just purchased, and I'm, yeah. I'm sort of dreading that idea. The fact that you are doing so many side projects, let alone writing for your own blogs, is quite impressive. But, but actually, quite interesting. Going back to when you you said um, 
you started Living Room as your own personal blog, and I know you, you had a, yep. a, a blog for your church and so forth. Um, but then one day you realized the opportunity. What, what was the indicator for the opportunity to, to make money from blogging? Well, really, it was one day I was um, come back from a, uh, an overseas holiday, European holiday, with a whole heap of photos and wanted to put them online so my family could look at them. And st- So I started a photo blog on my living room domain and put them up there expecting you know, a few people would come and, and follow my photography and no one, of course, did. Um, I also put up a camera review um, of my camera, just a little uh, five-paragraph review. And I was checking my stats uh, two or three weeks later and realised that the camera review had, had a few hundred visitors to it. Um, obviously, that photo log had um, built on the, the page rank that my personal blog had had. Um, and... And so I kind of put two and two together. I thought to myself, if one review can get a couple of hundred visitors, what would 20 reviews do? What would 100 reviews do? And uh, and so I guess that day transitioned my photo blog into a digital camera blog um, on the same domain, which I regret a little now. Um, but that's that's now where I earn my income. And uh, around the same time, I started to experiment with AdSense. So kind of it all just all the planets lined up and and it kind of was very lucky in, in lots of ways. Okay, so that that's a good time for traffic because basically you saw 200 people reading your camera review. Yep. These 200 people or the, from your stats, were they coming from search results from Google? Or yep. Search? They were coming completely from Google. There right. was none from anywhere else. And and you, that was random. You, you hadn't in worked on this at all. It just no. happened, right? Really, it, it came about because my personal blog had been quite popular in Christian churchy sort of circles, um, right. and so I'd been blogging on that for a year already, and so pretty much I think anything I would have started on that domain uh, would have got into Google very quickly and ranked reasonably well, and digital cameras at that time was just starting to get popular, uh, so, so okay. it just, just was right. So I guess in that case, it shows the importance of uh, longevity in terms yep. of, of if you have a blog that's regardless of the current topic, you can then expand it into another topic and have instant penetration in search engines as a result of that. Yeah. Which, I guess, as as much as you might regret Living Room being the domain name at the moment, um, if you had started a separate blog for digital cameras back then, mm-hmm. um, the results certainly wouldn't have been as good as quickly yep. as they were, right? Yeah, in a sense, the, the domain name is a bit of a blessing and a bit of a curse at the same time. I, I wouldn't have got that blog is popular without it, but I kind of look at it now and think it's got nothing to do with digital cameras at all, doesn't look that professional, probably is not going to help me sell it down the track, um, but it's it's also the only reason really that I've got traffic and, mm. and making that income from blogging. Yeah. Okay, well here's a question up, up that springs to mind for me then. If you already have a reasonably popular website or a blog and you want to move into another topic, would you recommend starting a completely brand new blog or make a section on your old blog? Oh, really? This is the question yeah. I, I ponder constantly. Um, I've been thinking about it myself. This is I yeah. just bought a blog for the main reason that it's already existed for a while. Mm. So rather than start something yep. brand new, this way you've got an instant placement in search engines and instant recognition and backlinks from other websites. But yeah. Yeah, it's a trade-off, isn't it? Yeah, probably the way I'd answer it is uh, getting people to look at what else is going on for them. Uh, if you're, you've got lots of time, then start a new domain. 
uh, if you already have an income stream uh, and you're no rush for this to be a big winner, then I'd probably start a, start a new domain. If you want something quick um, and immediate traffic, then you probably want to put it on your own blog. But right. uh, it's a, it, there's pros and cons either way, really. So it's, I guess if you're thinking long-term strategy and you're prepared to wait, then do something new. If you That's want right. something right now that in the long-term future won't be... I guess branded as well as it could be if it was sitting on its own domain. Then, um, yep. yeah, short-term answer is to just expand your current site. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I guess the other question is, do you have the profile to get lots of links to your new domain quickly? Mm. Um, so I know with B5 Media, we between the, th the four of us as directors, we know we can we could create a bit of spin around that, and we got a lot of links the day we started to our blogs because mm. people respected us whereas if we were four unknowns it would have been very hard to kick that, that network off mm. Yeah, that's a good point I, I guess most people listening to this aren't famous um, mm. they don't have the, the advantage of, of a red or established personality or, or a high mm. traffic blog to leverage so more often than not, they're going to have to do it the hard way, or get really close and um, <laughs> get really good friends with the Darren or something like that, and yeah. try and <laughs> start some That's sort of partnership right. that way. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So moving forward, then from from living room and your digital photography, um, obviously things kept growing, and you you did decide to commit yourself eventually full time to blogging. Mm -hmm. um, beyond the initial search traffic, uh, I've talked about the 80-20 and, and for um, ease of understanding that's just the most important techniques to use to get traffic. What mm. would you say is, has been the most valuable thing for you to do then to get traffic to your blog? Number one thing. In addition to getting traffic? Um, no, probably... No, I, f so I didn't say in for yeah. getting traffic. Oh, for getting yeah. traffic, okay. Uh, probably search engine optimization. Um, the more I've learned about how to rank in search engines, uh, the better my blogs have gone. Um, I don't go about that in a black hat sort of way. Mm -hmm. um, I try and do that. To the best of my knowledge, I'm doing it in a white hat sort of way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't really know what Google terms is good and bad, but I'm trying to stay you know, on the right side right. of things. Uh, how yeah, active is that? Like, is it something you do consciously for you know two hours a day? You sit down and work on SEO, or is it something that you do as a side effect of everything else you do? It's probably these days something I do more automatically, just because I know the principles. Um, I remember doing a lot of research into it um, probably a year and a half ago now, and and really consciously sitting down with the site and going, what do I need to do to this site to make it better, to rank it higher? Uh, how can I change the titles? How can I change the URLs? All those sorts of questions. Um, these days, because I know those things, I'm setting up a blog, it just happens almost. Mm. Um, and a lot of the, the platforms and tools now actually do it for you. Like WordPress has a fairly well-optimised um, default, I guess. So, yeah, it's quite so true. It's, it's quite good lots of ways. Out of the box, yeah. it'll do most of it for you. So yeah. Yeah, that's handy. Okay, yeah. so given that traffic has been, well, the reason why you make as much money as you do, it, it's because the traffic that's come through. Now, looking at your history, um, there's a combination of you being in the right place at the right time in terms of a blogger, 
right? Mm. Um, like if someone was to start a camera blog now, be very um, hard. Don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it is very hard, and I have talked to a few people who who've started them in the last six months, and right. it's it's too hard. Yeah, I, I mean it's appealing because people know that the the AdSense click-through values for those is where you're making a lot of money for it. That's that's mm. why a site. Like I've heard, I mean, I saw Duncan Riley just real read Duncan Riley on blogherald.com, mm. not complaining, but noting how his income, if he was had his current traffic levels, if he was talking about Britney Spears as opposed mm. to blog news, he'd be, uh, you know, be closer to that six-figure blogger instead of a four-figure blogger, which is yeah. a good point in terms of um, traffic doesn't always equate to income. Yeah. But ultimately, it's it's the magic ingredient. Right for any online enterprise and um, I don't know if you if you read this recently Darren just to go a bit off topic but sure. still about traffic I just read an article about um, people well they're called domainers um, people who buy and sell domain names for uh, for fun and profit as I like to say um, I'm actually putting together an article at the moment on it because I read this fantastic uh, business 2.0 article on it but these guys aren't doing what I thought they were doing is just basically buying a domain name and then hoping that some large company comes along and wants to buy it from them because it matches you know, whatever they're doing and they'll spend you know, stupid amounts of money for it and then they just get a windfall. That's part of it. Mm. But the other part of what they're doing is they use what's called a domain aggregator service to put AdSense and Yahoo Publishing mm. Network click ads, so CPC campaigns, on uh, basically their squatted domain so mm. they don't do anything but sit the domain through this aggregator which puts the local uh, the, the appropriate ads up for them they mm. make money from the click-throughs now here's the tie-in the reason why they make money is because of what's called type in traffic which is when someone instead of searching for the answer to whatever the question is they type in the word as a domain name so mm. one of the examples they gave was candy um, people want candy, they type in candy.com straight away into the browser rather than searching for it. And the person who owns candy.com is using one of these aggregators to have a web page at candy.com that basically lists nothing but links through through AdSense and Yahoo that pays on the click basis and makes them, you know, fairly good money. And they don't do they don't have to do anything just because yeah. such a significant amount of people are doing this type in traffic sort of technique. So mm. I thought that was um the whole industry. I mean, there's some people that are, you know, they've got portfolios of 5,000 domain names, and mm. the, the kingpin, the guy who was who was the head of the chain, was making 20 million Jeez. a year from wow. just just click in traffic, uh, type in traffic, w which is yeah, quite quite crazy. And what surprised me in the article is that Google and Yahoo are, and some other people noted that up to 10% of uh, search traffic is actually type in traffic and growing. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, I don't know what my point is there, <laughs> besides <laughs> the fact that um, traffic obviously being important, but I think also um, opportunity. Um, what they what they pitched for people who are interested in getting into domain name trading was the fact that you have to look for uh, new fads coming along, which is probably mm. the same case for people looking to make money from blogging. If you can pick a trend and get a blog up quickly, you can be the first person to get that camera blog out. Not that exactly. you were probably the first person, but you were one of the early people, right? Yep. So. For sure, trend watching is a really important thing online. In that case, there, that's a point. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and it and it, it happens on a macro level, like thinking about a new blog. But it also happens on a micro level. Uh, I know uh, if 
you know, you've got a topic, like at the moment I'm writing about digital cameras, I, I found this morning a rumour about a new digital camera, a new Samsung digital SLR. Um, none of the major sites have got news about it, so I put up a post today, um, Samsung with the camera name and model number. I know that in a few days I'll be number one on Google for that because mm. none of the big sites will, will write about it because they're under non-disclosure agreements right. with Sam Samsung. So if you can predict what's going to happen on a micro level, just on a per post level, you can actually do quite well out of that as well. Right. I, I know the most successful page I've got on, on that site at the moment is on what I did that um, for a Nikon camera earlier in the year. And I think last time I checked, there's still number two or three on Google for that particular camera. So, yeah, trend watching, it's not just the the, the next gadget, uh, like the next iPod or anything. It's it's kind of goes down to model numbers and names and all mm. kinds of things. Right, you can really break it down. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I, I don't. I'm amazed that you managed to keep abreast of so many topics. So I mean, trend watching is a, a tough thing to do to pick what's coming up. You must For obviously sure. really love cameras. Yep. Um, love. You obviously really love photography. You obviously really love. Um, I think you're you've got a laptop blog, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into that. I, these days, RSS helps me a lot to keep my mind uh, to keep my eye on the trends. Right. Um, and I guess the other thing is the more readers you've got, the more tips you get. Um, so I'm constantly getting emails from people saying, have you seen this article or have you heard about this new rumour or right. people at Canon telling me about something that they shouldn't be telling me about. Or <laughs> So once you, once you get a reputation, um, it kind of snowballs a little bit. You get to that tipping point point and, yeah, it kind of okay. starts to really help you. So there's a really good point in terms of getting... I mean, indirectly getting traffic. Um, once you become a a face, a name. Yep. What's What's your advice then for people looking to do that? How do you become established in whatever niche you're targeting? Yeah, I read an article the other day. I can't remember where, but it, it basically talked about how if you wanted to get into a niche, probably the best thing you could do is to dominate a sub niche. So really. You know, if you want to get into digital cameras, to take that example, maybe it's better to go into uh, point-and-shoot cameras or digital SLRs or even Canon cameras or and really get a name for yourself in a, a very small area. And then as your domain grows, as your profile grows, then expand out. Mm. Um, digital cameras probably isn't the best example of that, but I know for me, um, professional blogging, making money from blogging, when I started that site, uh, started really writing on that topic about 18 months ago. Not many others were writing on that. Um, so I really targeted in on that rather than blogging as a whole. Uh, these days, if I, I, I've kind of widened my scope a little bit. and I do write articles about how to write a good blog and that get now gets linked to from some of the bigger bloggers because they know I'm an expert on a particular area within mm. blogging as a whole. So right. yeah, I'd say it's really focusing on a sub-niche um, make that what you're known for. Okay, so if, if my area of expertise happened to be pro-blogging as well, but obviously yep. you can't compete with Darren, how would you focus on a sub-niche within pro-blogging? Oh, you could, I guess, pick one of the, the ad programs. Um, so AdSense pro-blogging, Yeah, you might, you might want to go for AdSense or um, one of the newer ones that are coming out and make yourself known as the expert around those. Um, or you could, I don't know, I guess, I mean, the options are Sing, limitless, aren't they? Yeah, yeah the, the, the performance Sing blog at the moment is really writing on a very similar topic to me, and they've 
come to fame very quickly because they've pulled a group of people together. So that's yeah. another way to go about it. Um, but they also poured a lot of money into marketing, I believe, haven't they? I've noticed their ads all over the place. So yeah. They, yeah. They, they had the feel of a professional startup as opposed to an independent blogger who wants to that's get right. going with their own blogs. So yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'd like to move forward to back to blog traffic and in particular um, social bookmarking and, and social websites in general because mm. I think we were just discussing that and how in how much of a new trend that is in terms of um, getting blog traffic. I, I was just conversing with Steve Pavlina who who benefits greatly as well on his blog stevepavlina.com from the social bookmarking trend and in fact it, it's the predominant source of traffic for his site. Mm. Um, so I think it's it's an area that is worth investing some time into becoming proficient on how to get those sort of uh, you know delicious uh, mm. popular rankings um, there's no set formula to do that at the moment really and uh, I don't think anyone's effectively said do this then do that and you will get into delicious or you will get you know into um, dig or something like that yeah so in terms of advice wh what do you recommend if you're chasing that yeah, I've done a little bit of analysis on it, and nothing formal, but, I mean, it doesn't take long to work out that most of the delicious ones are lists of some sort. Well, there's a lot of lists in there, at least. Um, <laughs> I hate lists. You know, they're so <laughs> easily digestible. Everyone loves them. It's just... <laughs> it's partially your fault that everyone uses lists nowadays, you know? <laughs> well, the, the list I wrote about um, why lists are good was probably <laughs> one of the first times I got into delicious, which probably says something. Right, yeah. Um, it does. It, I guess... Yeah, you've got to make it easily digestible in some ways to get onto Delicious. And it, it, I mean, for Delicious and Dig, it's obviously technology-related as well, as they're big on those. Mm. Uh, we should point out, topics. though, that guys like Steve don't necessarily do lists. Exactly. Yet. And Steve, yeah. in fact, very rarely even puts um, mm. titles into, like, breaks up his paragraphs into headings and so forth. I know I've yeah. got a f my friend Will, who actually... Um, finds that quite annoying because he can't yep. scan Steve's work to yeah. you know, get to the parts that he likes. But, geez, it doesn't seem to, to stop Steve getting a, a crazy amount of traffic. So yeah, he definitely breaks the rules uh, in, in those sorts of ways. I guess the thing I, I love about Steve and I think what people uh, go to him for is the inspirational um, heart stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know, I, again, on ProBlogger, the times I've written from the heart, um, not necessarily how to do this or a tip on this it's more about this is what I've achieved or this is what I think or this is what I've learnt those types of topics seem to be getting picked up as well quite mm -hmm. a bit humans writing for humans isn't it mm. yeah it is yeah probably why blogging is taking off as much as it is because we're that's right we're also human when we write on our blogs yeah. so yeah yeah the social work uh, the social bookmarking I think also has a, a great spin-off one, it brings you that first wave of traffic, but two, what I've noticed is once you're in Delicious, in that say in the popular list, the amount of links that you get from people reading Delicious is quite amazing. So I know uh, on this last time I was, I think I made it to the top four or something with my lessons learned from blogging post, that has been linked to by hundreds of bloggers um, purely because it was on Delicious, mm. and I know that is going to do my site a wealth um, of you know great things from on Technorati, on some of those other sites, but also mm -hmm. on Google. Um, obviously, search engine optimization number one lesson is get links. And right. You yeah. can't buy that many links, can you? It's yeah. That would cost you thousands of dollars if you were to go out there and actively pay for those incoming links. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
I, I always feel, this is not a personal thing, but I don't feel frustrated, but I feel the frustration coming from people who are very new to blogging when they can write an article as you know of good quality as your list was, but mm. not nearly get as much exposure because they haven't even, I guess this is a, a tipping point issue, mm. they haven't tipped beyond the mainstream so that they can get themselves into Delicious to yep. then get the, the runoff benefits afterwards because really um, it's it's such a, a a networking effect benefit when it's when you get into Delicious or something like that. Yeah. that yeah. It, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And um, you know, what I try and tell people is it's it's something you build up towards, and you you know you can't expect that to happen straight away. There's there's two or three years of history behind Darren before he got himself into mm. the position where that happens. But I guess looking for the beginner tip then, if your mm. if your goal ultimately is to start getting this sort of viral marketing going, but hell, only ten people and your brother, your sister, and your you know your your eight cousins know your site exists. Mm. What's the What's the formula for this? Uh, yeah. Write every day? Is that simple as that? That's part of it. I think writing every day, being smart about what you write about, and I guess the words that you write about too. And so if you're including words that you know people will be searching blog lines for, for instance, uh, you can guarantee that you'll get some, you know, might get a bit of traffic in through that. But right. probably the number one tip I'd give is those 10 readers you do have, look, look after them so well. Um, interact with them, care for them, um, encourage them, be generous to them, and you'll find that of those ten readers, you know, five of them will be bloggers, and and they'll start linking back to mm. you, and and the cycle starts. Um, I guess the other thing I've done uh, more recently is start newsletters, email newsletters. Um, so I'm capturing email addresses of my loyal readers and sending them special stuff. And I find that when I send out those newsletters, the traffic comes every time. Um, right. a, lot of, a lot of people are forwarding on those newsletters to other people, so the virus starts. Uh, so, yeah, work on the community around your site is probably right. something I'd work That's on. a good point. I, I l this is a, a comment I've noticed, uh, or an observation, um, in terms of the evolution of a blogger. You're probably not a good example of this because you're still actively out there commenting at other people's blogs and mm. linking to other people's blogs. But I've noticed um, certain really high-profile blogs will then, who, who are based on their own content, like the, mm. the authorship of the, of the blogger, um, they often won't necessarily do a lot of commenting and going out proactively trying to get mm. people back to their blog or doing trackbacks to other people's entries to try and get some people coming into their blog, if even just the person who wrote that blog entry, mm. so that maybe there'll be some sort of reciprocal posting in that sense. I, again, I hate to keep using Steve as an example, but he, he rarely um, will link to anyone else um, mm. who's a blogger. Basically, it's his content from his experiences and his expertise, yep. and yet he's got way more traffic than you know someone else. Well someone on the learning scale right at the bottom there again with those 10 people they, they actually have to uh, mm. make an effort to say hello to other bloggers in that manner yeah. in order to start building the traffic right yeah and that's what I as I look back on my first personal blog I worked you know I commented on 100 blogs a day not because I wanted to get attention just because I enjoyed it so much I didn't right. you know I wasn't being strategic at all um, back in those days but that in, in hindsight, that was the smartest thing I could have ever done because those blogs started to come to me, um, started to link up, and the relationships formed, and that was the key to me 
kind of getting the ball rolling. And it is about getting the ball rolling and, and establishing, I guess, your name and, and brand. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's some some topics in there I think we discussed which are pretty important for beginners in terms of blogging. Um, anything else you want to add before we, we've almost hit half an hour? So I was just going to wrap it up there, Darren. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think it really comes back to the goals of your site as well. Uh, Steve is onto a good thing because he's he's writing on a certain topic and doesn't need to link out. Um, other other blogs would have a completely different strategy to him. Uh, even with the, the kind of traffic he's getting. So, yeah, really neat. it all comes back to, I guess, what is your goal of your blog? What's mm. the strategy behind it? What's the topic that you're writing on? Some topics lend themselves very well to uh, a lot of interaction and um, yeah, linking up and, and being linked to, whereas others, it's just a lot harder. Mm. Okay. All right. Thanks, Darren. I think uh, we covered some good stuff. That was fun. And... Um, Hopefully, we'll, well, I'm sure anyone who, who knows you, they already know to go to problogger.net. That's um, your main professional blogging site. And, uh, you know, I have to admit, I haven't been to your other 20 blogs. I've been to your camera site and a few of those just to see. Um, I, I like checking your, your traffic, actually. And, and yep. <laughs> I always so see that 15,000 a day and go, geez, I wish I had that. You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, we all have we all have goals and, and benchmarks to aim for. I wish I could replicate it on a couple of my other blocks, yeah, to be honest. Do. So we'll, yeah. get there. we'll get there. Do, do you, I just off the, off quickly, um, you seem to write more for Pro, blo- Pro Blogger now than you do for any other blog. Would that I be know. correct it or is. something? Yeah, it's, it's probably not the smartest use of my time, thinking about the 80-20 thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean... The amount of money, if we're talking about it from an income perspective, that ProBlogger makes is not high in a direct sort of advertising sense, but I just love it so much. It just energises me. And in some ways, it is a smart long-term move because it's building my profile and the opportunities are now starting to come in for consulting and and partnerships and those sorts of things. But, yeah, I just do it because I love it. I can't can't stop. I was going to say, if... if just if you've got five more minutes here for yeah, me. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm curious then going forward, um, what's, I won't say bad or wrong, but what do you want to change about your current situation? Because honestly, m- many people who are blogging want to be where you are. They want to be mm. making their twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a month from advertising. Now, you must have some areas that you want to change. And you just said that pro blogger and your what you're doing there is very much tied into what you're planning on doing for the future. So mm. where are you going? What are you complaining about at the moment? <laughs> well, I'm about to go on two weeks holiday and, <laughs> and, and part of um, the goal at the end of that and even towards the end of that I'll be sp- spending a bit of time thinking through is, is where to from here. Um, I, I suspect that the next move for me needs to be delegating some of the work around the majority of my blogs to others. Um, so thinking through models of how to do that. Do I pay people? Do I make them, you know, just open them up to anyone? That sort of thing. Um, But as I say, the opportunities to work on blog-related products and services and books and resources are opening up every day or two now. So, Mm. and that's directly from ProBlogger. And your passion is ProBlogger and and its topic. So, but what's, what needs to change? I know we've talked about, yeah. obviously, you, you, you write a lot, and that's something yep. you're trying to... Like, if you stop writing today, 
Um, yeah. Probably for the next year, you'd be fine for income still. Your blogs are not going to stop yep. getting much traffic as they are. But maybe after a year, that will for sure. You'll start to feel that, right? So yeah, I would definitely. Probably within two months, I think I'd start to... F I mean, I'd survive, but I'd notice the decline pretty quickly. So, yeah, obviously a priority for me is thinking through how do I continue content and so what needs to change is me to, to write less and to find ways to pay others to do that. Um, that's probably the main thing that's on my mind at the moment that I need to, mm. to think through. Uh, yeah... And I guess along with all that is all the admin and, and the email and the, and the comments and those sorts of things, which I really love to do, but I can see that they're not as productive um, as some other things. So so perhaps some sort of an administration assistant is something that's on the cards as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, your personality is, is so well entwined in probably every blog that you write that even to hire someone to comment for you or to respond to emails for you, you're, you're going to start getting that feel of you know you're yeah. almost a corporate entity and <laughs> you can't get through to the real Darren yeah. Rose unless you <laughs> you're the CEO of another corporate entity or something <laughs> like that. So well, it's in interesting actually. Mo the majority of my blogs, I don't inject my personality in okay. my personality into as much. I, I've purposely kept them as being more informational type sites. So I do have that advantage. ProBlog is probably one of the few that I inject myself into quite a bit. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. your camera blog, because uh, you know, I often preach the power of personality as mm. a differentiation strategy for most bloggers. Yep. So, hence maybe that's why a camera blog can't work because it's a generic. It's not even a blog necessarily. It's a website about cameras. Yep. Yeah, in lots um, of ways it is. Yeah, I, I know there are other sites out there who do inject their personality into their digital camera sites, and they do very well as a result of that, um, and have community around their sites perhaps more than I do on mine. Mine relies more on the on the search engine traffic than the regular reader. So th there's different strategies I think that you right. can employ. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. So basically, Darren wants to have to write less. Um, <laughs> And write more in the areas that I guess he wants to write, rather yeah. than feel obligated to write in areas just to maintain financial yeah. goals or something like that. Yeah, okay. sure. Hmm. Cool. Great, Darren. It's been good talking to you. <laughs> you too. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So, speak to you later. Okay. Bye bye. There you have it, everyone. That was the interview with Darren Rose. I really enjoy talking to Darren. He uh, shares my, my passions for blogging. In fact, he probably has more passion for blogging than I do, So it's, which is quite rare. And um, there, were, well, there was a lot of information, I think, in that podcast that you would have found quite valuable in terms of uh, traffic generation, just some of the uh, trends that Darren and I have been experiencing recently. Uh, I think it was interesting to hear some of that um, plus some of the other things we talked about. I'm, I'm sure you got something from that show. I actually found it quite interesting to hear Darren talk about what he's planning on doing in the future. And uh, I guess as someone who aspires to be making sort of financial um, income the way Darren is, as most of you probably are, if you're interested in professional blogging, it's nice to hear that you know no matter how financially secure you get there's always more to do and there's always more you want to work on and you know it's not all about the money it's also about growth and and more achievement and um, learning more things as a blogger which of course Darren is also uh, doing just like the rest of us so yeah I think uh, that was worthwhile um, 
if you want to check out more of what Darren's doing, his site is problogger.net, and you can find uh, everything about Darren there. My blog is entrepreneurs-journey.com, where you can get the whole series of Entrepreneur's Journey podcasts. There's well and truly now getting close to 30 episodes on a whole range of internet marketing for small business topics, which I'm sure you'll get a lot of value from if you decide to go through. And uh, also, please do check out my other blog, the new one that I've just recently taken over, which is smallbusinessbranding.com, another blog about internet marketing, but for small business. Uh, And if you... uh, are at all aware, I guess you've probably heard about uh, my recent acquisition of small business branding. And there's a very interesting podcast series, a two-parter, Michael Pollack, the previous owner of small business branding and myself did, which was discussing buying and selling blogs. And because Michael had just been a seller and I was just a buyer, I bought his blog, uh, we, we really went through some interesting stuff that was really current because we had just completed the transaction ourselves. So uh, head over to my either of my blogs, entrepreneurs-journey.com or smallbusinessbranding.com and you'll find links to the two podcasts as part of the Savvy Solo cast that Michael does and um, download those and have a listen. And uh, of course, I I do have plans to do a little bit more podcasting about the acquisition of small business branding. I I promised you further information about a case study, and I will be doing it ongoing as I evolve the blog and and the sort of challenges I faced taking over someone else's blog. So hopefully my next podcast will actually be the the first part of of that series. So uh, yeah, I'll wrap it up, guys. I hope you all have a great few weeks before the next show and your blogging and internet business is growing in strides and I'll I'll see you online. Thanks everyone. Catch you later. Bye-bye.